Welcome to the Game Changer Experience Podcast. We're your hosts, Dr. Jeremy Pastor and Dr. Dave Kim. Today, we're going to talk about social media, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Come check it out. You are listening to the Game Changer Experience Podcast, where we talk about rehab, performance, and everything in between. This is where we help you navigate common questions and misconceptions in the training and rehab world. So Dave, I had a conversation um, actually with a client in the gym uh, yesterday or two days ago. I can't remember now. Um, and we went off on like, it felt like an hour long tangent while we were lifting about um, just about social media as a whole. Uh, and and we were kind of talking about almost ways that the general public doesn't even know social media is utilized and almost in a way that it's used to manipulate people's thoughts. Um, so. I thought that it would be good to kind of uh, talk about within the context of our profession, right, which will kind of group training and rehab together, um, talk about maybe like some good things that come out of social media and maybe some not so good things and just kind of help people create that filter for themselves so they kind of know how to utilize that type of medium, I guess. Right. So... I think let's talk about the good first. So when it comes to social media, the nice part is you get to like, you know, connect with people around the world. So I've met people who I would have never met before. Um, And so again, I got to connect with people. You get to discuss, you know, concepts and topics with people, talk shop. Um, And again, it's it's a means to providing free information, but that's also where I I could see it getting dangerous because there really is no filter. There's no context you know, behind these posts. So the other part of social media, which I see as the bad is, you know, people are posting success stories or, you know, like, I don't know, people getting better super quickly. Now that could be misleading to, to the everyday consumer, right? Because again, I fail all the time. I know you fail all the time. And part of the reason is because the human body is very complex. We have to be very dynamic, right? Like one exercise that works one time for a patient might not work, you know, again, down the road. And there are reasons behind that. And so I think social media just kind of, I don't know, just like muddies the water, which I'm I'm just not a fan of. Um, Again, there's no context that's provided um, and again, people who are on social media want that quick exercise or that quick fix. And it's just not that easy. Well, I, I think the point that you're making is basically, you know, your, your perception is your reality, right? And, right? and I think that social media takes advantage of that better than anything. Uh, and again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to, to claim that it's only a bad thing. I'm almost just here to provide the context to allow people to decide how to use it for what they're really searching for. Right. So like right. if your if your perception is your reality, I can make you see whatever I want you to see. Right. And, and exactly. like you said, like that can be misleading if, if the individual who is posting is doing so with the intent on being intentionally misleading, right? Like I, I am only going to show you what I want you to see. I mean, let's be real. Who would show something that they think would make them look bad, right? And then, right. you know, they just, it's just, it's not really realistic, but mm-hmm. 
if you as the consumer can uh, can take in this information through a specific filter and just kind of take it for what it is, right? It's a still frame shot in time. It's what this person wants you to see. Okay. Maybe it's, maybe it's even just entertaining. And that's the reason that you're um, that you do want to consume it. There's no right or wrong, right? It's just making sure that you're not allowing the information that you're perceiving to almost change your own mindset, maybe about how you're doing or what you want for yourself, right? It's like, I made a story the other day on, on Instagram, uh, right? And I, I basically said, like, if social media did not exist, like, would you still want the same things for yourself? Would you still want the same things for your business? And would you still want and care about the same things for your family? And and what I meant in saying that was, you know, I'll, I'll point to myself, like, sometimes I'll see colleagues doing certain things with their business. And I, it's almost like I'll think to myself, am I not doing enough? And then I snap out, out of it real quick because I don't care. And I say, that's mm -hmm. that's not what I want for my business, right? That's not right. how I would want to run my business. So why would I ever allow that bit of information to allow me to feel that way, right? But it's not limited to just business, right? right. It's, it's also uh, looking at people's physique, right? Because everybody is an Instagram model now. It's looking at the houses that people buy. It's looking at... Um, how great that person's marriage is, or look at how well that person's uh, uh, kid behaves, or look, their kid probably sleeps at night, right? And then I have to get depressed about the fact that my daughter never sleeps at night, right? It's like, <laughs> it's, you know, it, it sprinkles into to other industries, right? Or, or other aspects of life. If you're, if you're scrolling mindlessly and not appreciating the fact that this is very addictive and it is almost like a form of manipulation to make you feel something. Right. I don't think it's intended to make anyone feel bad, right? But how you process this information and how you perceive this information is going to be unique to you. Now, what I will say, because I don't want this to be like only negative, there's obviously a lot of positive, right? I use social Absolutely. media. It, it's part of the only reason why people would be listening to this podcast, right? Is like, it's my only form of getting this information out to people. You know, I've had clients from all over the world, which I think is just incredible because when I was a, a PT student, I would have never thought that that was even a, a possibility. Um, you know, I have friends all over the country, all over the world, people that I have referred to, or even on the flip side, people that have referred patients to me because they knew that I was in New Jersey and, you know, and I was somewhat close to somebody that was looking for PT, um, educational situations, right? Being connected to people that have pointed you in directions of certain things. So there's a lot of positive that has come from the um, connectivity of social media, Right. We use social media from a marketing standpoint. We use it to network um, general brand exposure. Right. In the past, right. in the in the past, the only way you would get your brand out is if you paid for a commercial or a billboard. Right. Or in the newspaper. Obviously, times have changed. Right. So it's not all negative. Um, but I, I, I do think that when when you're you're kind of taking a step back and and gaining some perspective about yourself really and 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 how you're reacting mm -hmm. to certain things that you scroll by i think that's when you realize like almost like the scary power that social media can have 
right? right. So like to touch on the point that you made just real quick, and then I'll let you kind of move on to the next point is mm-hmm. it's not so much that sharing success, success stories is a bad thing, right? Right. Obviously, it's a positive. We have plenty of success stories, and I think that it's useful for people to hear those things so they understand like how other people have experienced working with you. It's the fact that, again, people will only share what they want you to see, right? It's coming back to reality and realizing that like all these things that are very uh, clickbait right? Like, hey, these three exercises to fix back pain or this one exercise and look at how much it changed this shoulder internal rotation, right? Bulletproof your knees. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's like the the reason things are presented that way is because whoever's posting it knows that that is what people want to see, right? And if we as you know, business owners want to be true to what our brand is. And we want to say that we're trying to be as honest with our presentation as possible. If we're saying that we stand behind individualized one-on-one, like unique, comprehensive approach to, to rehab, how can we ever then turn around and say, hey, do these two exercises to eliminate your knee pain? That is just not consistent with what we claim our core values to be. Now, mm-hmm. that, is, that is our choice, right? That's not saying that someone else can't make a choice for something different, right? But I think when you, when you reflect on uh, the endless possibilities of things that you could find on social media, I do think that a large majority of it is meant more for clickbait, more for uh, creating something that is almost... Uh, potential for going viral more so than finding something that is uh, context driven that is uh, I would say honest to a fault and and worthy of actually following you know specific to what it is that you're trying to to look for yeah no I think at the end of the day if you kind of look into human behaviors and you know things like that we're all insecure we all want to be liked and we want to portray ourselves a certain way. And when that is the intent behind social media, you start, you know, looking at how many likes you get or how many views you get or what you have to do to go viral. Now, the more important question is like, is this what's important to drive the right decisions for your patients? Right. Right. And so again, like that's part of the, whoever follows me on social media knows that I rarely post. And part of the reason for that is because, yes, like I am human. Um, I want to be liked. But again, it's just like to put a, put content out there that's so context driven is a lot of work. It's right? hard. It, it's, it's nearly impossible. It's nearly right. impossible. Right. Because that's not the stuff that people want to click on. Exactly. So it's like it's a debate between like, do I put all this time and effort to push something that's actually meaningful or am I going to try to be clickbaity and like try to get more likes to become that guy who can fix people who sure. I, I really don't care about that. You so, know what I said? To, I said to somebody, um, I think I was talking to, I was talking to Sean Astorga, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, I was like, it's it's scary because it's almost like influence is like the new currency. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like your ability to influence somebody's thought is what's what allows you to build a business. 
right? right. It, it, there's a reason why there is a profession called influencer now, right? And I am not knocking anybody who is a professional influencer. Listen, if I was at any age, right? But if, if you could tell me at any age, like, hey, just go take a couple pictures and whatever, do that exercise or do this, and I'll pay you however much money per post. It's like, who wouldn't do that? So this is not a knock on influencers. But my point in saying this is like getting in front of more eyes is what makes you extremely marketable now, right? So then right. you have to work backwards and think to yourself, what do I need to do and get in, in order to get in front of more eyes? And now again, we come back to the individual. It's the individual's choice as to how they want to get there. Right? Are you willing to go a route that at least we are saying we don't value? Right? They don't need to have the same values as us. That's not this right. message, right? It's like, are you? Do you want to be that person that's kind of speaking in a way that is going to get everybody to click, or do you want to speak in a way that, again, like maybe it is less clickbaity, right? Like nobody wants to to hear about the gray, right? Nobody wants to hear about it depends. And it depends on these 12 factors, right? People want to believe that there could be two exercises that fix their knee, right? They, they, it's almost like people are so easy to manipulate. And I, I don't, I don't really like how that sounds, but, but I, I think it's true. It's like people so yeah. badly want to believe that there are three perfect exercises right? Or this, this is going to bulletproof your back or right. If, if this sounds, look, there's a, an article that was posted next to this post. So this is science, right? And now I can call myself research-based. It's like, you know, it's so easy to create a post that manip manipulates people into believing what you're saying. And then even more so, like you said, it's like, if you pile on all the likes, you pile on all the following, that is your social proof. Right. Now, is that, is that enough to say that that is, you know, a reputable source. I don't think so. It also doesn't mean that if you have a big following that you're not a reputable source, you see how much right. like we can go back and forth really easily. So it's exactly. not, mm -hmm. it, it's not trying to like instill our, our opinion or emotion on these things. It's to understand that these things are not always as black and white as they seem. I'm going to tell you a story a bit about some things that I've learned from about social media, just being a business owner. Okay. Um, have you ever scrolled? We'll use Instagram because that's pretty much the only thing I use because I'm an old man and I don't really know how to use anything else. Right. But not your personal feed. Right. But like the common thread that you can just kind of scroll through and see those like short reels. And, you know, I find a lot of it funny because I'm sure the algorithm has just sent me a whole bunch of people wiping out at this point because it's the only thing that I watch. Right. But you ever scroll through and see almost like a commercial for like Michael Jordan, or you see um, like a highlight of of a professional athlete, and then it like it almost gives your opinion, or it, or it gives you like this one sentence on what to think about this person. Maybe it's something good about the person, maybe it's something bad about the person, but it's like a ten second clip. Let's talk about LeBron, right? LeBron complaining that he gets fouled, and then it's this ten second clip talking about how he's a baby, right? And it's like every single person who doesn't like. LeBron is going to take that clip and is going to run with it. Right? right. Or some people are going to see that clip and go, wow, I didn't see that. Like LeBron really is a baby. That was literally only created to influence how you feel about that individual. Exactly. And then on the flip side, right. You see a lot of like positive 
um, information. You see like Elon Musk doing this interview and and you see uh, this 10 second clip and this interview and it's like this motivational speech and all this stuff. It's like individuals have PR departments. Individuals or companies create these things in order to get information out there to make you believe something. It is purely meant to manipulate you to believe something. Whether it's right. it doesn't it doesn't always need to be negative, right? That's not the point I'm making. But that is how these things are created. If I wanted to get you to see an ad of mine, right? Which we've we've run ads before. I do my best to be as as context specific and honest in my ads as possible, right? But there's there's a little commercial element to it, right? What I can do when I post those ads is I can say I can choose a budget. Right. So I can choose how much money that I want to spend per day or per week or per month, whatever it is. I can choose an area that I want it to air in. So I'm in freehold. So if I want it to be within 10 miles of freehold, I could choose that. I could choose an age range of people that are going to see it. So I could choose 18 to 45 because that's the age that we work with. Right. I could choose, uh, I'm pretty sure I could choose uh, male or female. I might be wrong on that, so don't hold me to that, right? But I could literally target a demographic to see whatever I put out there. Now, again, because I'm honest to a fault, I only put out there stuff that's kind of telling people like, hey, this is how I feel about how things should be done, right? And you know, I try to provide context. But what if I wasn't that person, which not everybody is? And I just wanted you to believe certain information. I could now target very specific people to see what I want to put out there. A lot of people don't know that that is how like these ads are, uh, are put out there and how they exist. Right. People right. joke about getting targeted by, uh, Oh, I, I spoke about this and now it's coming up on my feed nonstop. Right. It's like, like these things are very intentional and I, and I know I'm going far off on a tangent, but the, the reason I bring this up is because I don't think that a lot of people realize, um, that there's always uh, an agenda, or at least it feels like there's always agenda behind every single thing that you see on social media. There's there's rarely just the intent on providing quality information and providing free quality information to allow you to make better decisions for yourself. There are obviously select people who fit that mold. We're not saying that we are the only ones, but Anytime something seems like too good to be true, I would definitely question it further and maybe not rely on any social media medium as being your primary source of education. Right. Absolutely. I, I think the moral of the story is just question everything you see, you know, learn to view things from perspectives, not of your own as well, because again, we're, we're human. We, we like to, you know, belong to certain camps, we, we, whatever we see that kind of validates our thoughts, we, we gravitate towards that. And again, like if we want to be um, unbiased per se, you have to learn to be uncomfortable. And again, if there's something you don't like, research it and see, you know, break it down, see if it truly is going to work or if it's not. But at the end of the day, just, we have to be, you know, just unbiased. Yeah. And I think that part of what turned me off a while back was I think I started to kind of consume how other people utilize social media. Right. And I started to see that, like, it almost felt like high school all over again, just on a professional scale. Right. And there was like, I won't even call it bullying, but it was almost like 
like people trying to impact other people's businesses by, you know, making comments on certain posts or, you know, it turning into like meme culture and, and starting to bash one person or another. It's like, you know, if, if this doesn't add to your life, like you can unfollow people, you can mute people, you can not consume their information. Um, right. But I, I started to kind of see uh, very like hypocritical people kind of speak one way and then act a different way. And it just made me re realize, you know, there are some people you don't really know, right? Like, right. you know, there's plenty of people you do meet, which is an awesome element of being connected with people all around the world. But it's like, you don't really know people just because you happen to follow their work closely and maybe you've interacted a, a couple different ways. So I tend to always judge people more so about how they carry themselves and how they act and, and consistency, right? And truly like being them themselves rather than it's like, right. they say they say that they're about this, but then- that's not really how they're cho choosing to express themselves. And, you know, me personally, like that, you know, I, I can be fairly judgmental in that regard where I notice things and, and I react a certain way. So I choose not to consume things in that way anymore. And I choose to distance myself from that and use it in the way that we we find it valuable, which is connecting with people, providing quality information, helping to provide the context that very few provide in in the things that they get out there, helping to fill in the gaps when everybody else is trying to push like highly complicated, complex information that people pretend to understand, right? It's like like that's what I value is trying to to help people in that way. But um, you know, I thought I just thought it was interesting. Like this, this, this conversation came up in the gym. And and this client was actually talking about their opinion on, I think it was maybe some type of social or, or political matter. And I told them, like, you do realize like that that clip was posted to target you and and wanted to kind of trigger you to feel that way. And and it, it just stimulated a really interesting conversation where we had a really good back and forth about that. Um, so like that's what made me kind of think about this because I I kind of flipped yeah. it and I was like, well, how does this, you know, how does this happen in our industry? Because that's 99% of my feed is, is our, our peers, our colleagues, right? Same. <laughs> yeah. And it's great because I, I like supporting the, the good work that, that our colleagues do, but, um, but yeah, so. Yeah. I, At the end of the day, it, it's just a medium, right? So people get butt hurt all the time and just, it's not that serious. Right. You just always remember your perception is your own reality, but you also need to realize like you are choosing to place an emotion or place an explanation on certain things that you don't necessarily have the whole picture. Right. So if you feel yourself um, by consuming certain information, feeling negative about yourself or about the work that you're doing, then that is not valuable to you. Right. right. It's not valuable to you. And always ask yourself, um, you know, if social media did not exist, would you still care about the same things? If you can't answer that question, then I don't think you feel as strongly about the things that you claim to feel strongly about, right? If social media did not exist, do you still think that you would want to work with professional athletes? Or is it just the fact that you think you want to because you see that really cool professional, uh, you know, edited video that you're like, oh my God, that's so cool, Right. If you do want to work with professional athletes, great. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like, do you feel like you want, uh, I don't know, 
six bedroom, 5,000 square foot house? Or is it just the fact that this person showed you all the things that they have, which make you feel like you just don't have enough things, right? Like, don't allow it to get you to that point. Um, and just always do your best to put things into the right bucket and and to find context where context does not exist. Boom. Love that. Mic drop. I think this awesome. is where I think this is where we end it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that just felt like a natural mic drop. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Thank you so much for catching today's episode. If you liked it, save it, share it, and leave a five-star review. It helps us get the message out to more people just like you. We'll see you guys on the next episode.